What it do, people? It's your man, Animal Brown, checking in. Listen on deck, because we have an action-packed episode. We are fresh off the flight from Miami. The Revolt Music Conference 2017 was popping. Of course, we're here to give you the boots on the ground, first-hand perspective of all things that happened. Busta Rhymes was angry. T.I. looked angry. Uh, Cassie looked amazing. Puff looked busy. We're giving you the whole rundown of everything we saw at the Revolt Music Conference. You're going to fuck with it heavy. Also, special announcement for our Nashville listeners, Nashville and surrounding areas. We are participating in a live podcast this Saturday, October 21st. Shout out to the Dope Shit Only crew. They are throwing a fly ass pop up slash live podcast slash whatever the else it needs to be. Man, listen, more details on that during the show. Just know you need to be there. And of course, this long ass intro and episode is brought to you by Realville Media Group. Do us a favor, go to realvillemedia.com, check out everything related to the network. Related to the network means the Full Sport Press Podcast. J Hove, How Weezy, Big Jeff over there holding it down with the top seven shooting guards episode also we have fresh for dummies they got the fall preview for you what to wear in the fall getting you fresh getting you right for the dummies and also a brand new episode of the ladies room should be dropping this week that's the real Ville media lineup this is the new episode check it out Hey, what it do? What the business is? It's another week in the books with the On Deck TV podcast. I am Spike Lou. Man, how's your boy Animal Brown, a.k.a. the Husky Vegan, a.k.a. Veggie Miller? I'm bringing it back to the OG name. Mm. All right, follow the kid, Animal underscore Brown. in Miami, though. <laughs> nah, y'all tried to tip me with the wings in Miami. Was I wasn't going. Them wings in Miami, though. Didn't touch them. Ate the salad. You feel me? Shout out House of Wings. Absolutely. Um, follow the kid, Animal underscore Brown, on Instagram, Twitter, oh, and Snap. Wait, wait, wait. What happened? We found the real Animal Brown. He right here. No, absolutely not. They don't have an underscore in their name. They are the original, <laughs> and she holding it down. I seen that with no post. It don't matter. She got that post. She, well, excuse me. She got that block locked. I don't Shout want out the that. real Animal Brown out there. <laughs> the real Animal Brown. You might need to do that, the real Animal Brown. I'm good on that. You going to tell people your social media? Or Absolutely or no? not. No, I'm just joking. I am Spike Lou, man, for everybody that's looking for me. I would ask what you had on deck, but. Yeah, we was both in Miami. Yeah, we went to Miami this weekend, man. That was pretty dope. We'll get into that later because that's the topic. But what stuck out to you? Uh, man, we'll come to this rap shit. Look, what? very simple. Now, wait, 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 wait. You ain't watching no TV, no sports, no nothing. We ain't oh, I mean, yeah, no. Nah, my son is you boycotting the NFL now? Yeah, I'm boy. Yeah, I don't like how they doing cap. Fuck me. I don't like how they doing cap. I'm boycotting the like NFL. How they doing cap? It's been 321 days since he's had a job, nice. and I, I just, so. Huh? Since we usually do this, I'm gonna put you in the category with hype beasts like Jay Hove over there. What happened? You a hype beast? Why? Now you boycotting the, you boycotting the NFL yeah. because Aaron Rodgers is? No, nah, it has nothing to do with it. It got everything to do with it because do. if Aaron Rodgers was playing, you'd be watching. <laughs> Just like Jay say, oh, I wouldn't wear up tempo Nikes ever. I look on his Instagram this weekend at TSU Homecoming, what Jay got on, what Jay Hope got on. <laughs> Up-tempo Nikes. Oh, these are different. They're supreme. 
fuck? What? They fit? Do they look different? I'm sorry. All right, we'll get into that later. Yeah, I'm boycotting NFL. My Sundays are free now. Y'all hype beast. I just say all that to say y'all are hype. It has nothing to do with Aaron Rodgers' injury. Y'all hype beast. Now you boycotting. Yeah, it has nothing to do with his injury. I just don't like how they're doing, Cal. So let's get to rap. All right, so this rap shit. Right. Um, now, of course, this happened. Old news first. Yeah, old news first. This happened right after we recorded the damn episode last week. Eminem goes on the cipher, solo dolo, five minutes straight, freestyling, throwing nothing but heat-seeking missiles at your president, Donald Trump. My president. Um, now, we've had time to kind of decipher it. Was it good? Was it not? People loved it. People hated it. Did it deserve the attention that it got? Uh. It goes to what I always say, what we always say with Eminem. He's going to get that attention because he's Eminem. No one that looks like him ever done what he has done is doing. Agreed. And for him to be like, hey, even if you like me and you like Donald Trump, I'm saying fuck you. So it should get the attention that it got. I'm not knocking that. I don't understand why people are saying, hey, he's white. If that was a black person doing that, they wouldn't have let him do it or Whatever the reaction that people were saying as far as it being a black person, I don't, I don't, I don't get that. Yeah, and it, it really doesn't make sense to me because it take away from what Eminem actually did. So I'm not saying that like my son. We'll get to him probably yeah, a little bit sure. later in this conversation. But he ripped it too, absolutely. But those two ain't in comparison. I ain't got to take nothing away from Eminem just because my son ripped it, or vice versa. Well, vice versa, exactly. So. The people that are like, oh, it's hype beast. Oh, it's just because he's white. Oh, it's like, this is Eminem's whole career. You just now realizing this? <laughs> like, they've been giving him this credit that he's been getting his whole career because he's white. Yeah. Like, that's been it. And we had him on our hip-hop first battle Hall of Fame. And in my opinion, the reason that he deserves that spot is it was harder in the beginning for people to be like, hey, I listen to this or so I fuck with that. Him going on to sell like a couple million records, his first debut album, that doesn't happen. Right. So that's Hall of Fame worthy, in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. So to the freestyles, I saw people are so quick to either want to say something's classic or trash. We know how that goes. It's the social media area. <laughs> um, an album will come out at midnight, and by 1230, it's either classic or it's the worst shit anybody's ever heard. No different from this freestyle. Uh, a lot of people, but what I don't like, for an example, I, I saw you put up in the rap chat, and if you're not on the rap chat on, on Facebook, go join that group. Definitely. Uh, well, you put up that he murdered the cipher. Murdered it. I agree 100%. Yep. What people are getting confused is that because you say he murdered the cipher, that that means that that was the greatest thing that you've ever seen in your life. No, That's not what that not. means, people. It means he murdered the cypher. <laughs> right. Guess who else murdered it? My son, my son murdered yep. it too. Uh, Black murdered it too. There was a couple of other people that did pretty well. Just because we're saying that Eminem did well does not mean that no one else did and he was the star of the show and all hell relax. Mm -hmm. He just did a good job on the cypher. It was different from everyone else's. Stop comparing it to people that had instrumentals. Stop comparing it to people who were in ciphers with three and four other people. He His was different. It was dolo. I like the scenery. Mm -hmm. I like the whole atmosphere. I like the energy. I like the anger like, in his voice. You like Eminem with the chin strap and the gold chain? 
I liked all that. Okay. I'm fucking with all of that. I thought it was creative. I liked the poetry style that he did it in, taking the pauses. Right. I, I thought it was fly. It was different from your regular cypher. It was a break from the norm for the three or four other cyphers that they had. Okay. I thought it was dope. People need to relax. It was very polarizing, though, which got people talking. Great point. So let's take this to another level from the conversations that I've heard about this previously from people that discuss the same things that we do. Okay. So the backlash that I've heard is, oh, he got an album coming out. He's doing this because of that. Doing he's, what? He's attacking Donald Trump, the most popular, well, not popular. Punching but, bag. Yeah, not even, he's not a punching bag. I'm just saying, like, that if, if you want a headline, say something about Trump, especially he's, if you're Eminem, right? Okay. So why would we get mad at him for pulling the one of the best marketing schemes that you probably could pull? Jay-Z did a, a debut a blueprint with H to the Izzo. Right, right, right. That's what people do. At the BET Awards. Like, you do stuff like this. So, when people say, oh, Eminem is only trying to promote his album. Okay, what's wrong with that? I'm a rapper. I'm supposed to, especially if I'm Eminem, I'm not coming from the hood, per se. I'm not coming from a place where Mm, you gonna look at me for social issues that have to do with black people necessarily i can use my platform to attack donald trump as someone who you necessarily wouldn't see attacking trump so here's the so thing so why am i being criticized for that that's opportunity yes i'm gonna do that now here's the here's if I'm there's, Eminem. there's two sides to this okay number one you can't have it both ways you can't say hey man when is tom brady gonna step up and say something Hey, man, when is Aaron Rodgers going to step up and say something? And then Eminem steps up and says something, and you go, oh, he's an opportunist. He's, his album's coming out. You can't have it both ways. That's number one. Number two, this isn't his first time mentioning Donald Trump. He had a freestyle um, late last year during the election yep. shitting on Trump. So people don't remember that, cause, and he didn't have an album coming out. So don't say that you can't do that. He also shitted on the whole system and as a whole on Big Sean verse. And he also shouted out Sandra Bland and Philandro Cat. He, he did all that on Big Sean verse and he had no album coming out. Mm-hmm. So no, don't I, I don't want to hear the pro it was promo and of course it was. That's why he was invited that's what to I'm the saying, fucking he's a show. That's his job. I'm supposed to promo. When, I got an album coming out, yes. When I, I go on Breakfast Club, I probably have something going on, dude. Right. I have something to push, something to promote. If I'm asked about something and I give a hot take, then that's just how it unfolds. Yep. You can't not get knocked for taking an opportunity and using your platform. For this particular message What I thought was a, a pretty powerful message Were you surprised that Trump didn't say none? Nope Because Trump knows what he was doing Like Eminem is a brilliant marketer That's how he sold this many albums Clearly. That's how he's been successful as a rapper Trump the same thing This is how Trump became president Clearly So Trump knows If I respond to Eminem Who has a lot more freedom to say What he wants to say about me That's yeah. a losing battle yeah. Ain't no way in the world he gonna tweet anything or say anything about Eminem to give him fuel to this fire. He ain't had nothing because for it. I don't got, think he, he had nothing for it. He don't. Yeah, he because he know Eminem it. got unlimited I wanna say resources in the sense of words. Because he's a lot more clever than Clearly. Trump can be. Right. And he can be a lot more uh derogatory than Trump can be in the position that he is, even though Trump ain't respecting it at all. Right. You know what I'm saying? So but he still knows like both of them are playing the same game. Agreed. Let's not let's not knock that. Let's not act like Eminem ain't playing the same game. Like they're both doing this for popularity, and Eminem knows I can do this and get away with a lot more than you. So if you dare respond, 
Yeah, I'm on, I'm, I, this is way it's more. A yeah, it's a, it's a layup for me and my albums. I'm gonna sell five million when I come out. I thought this people was, that hate me gonna buy just to run the steamroll over it. I I thought yeah, it's true. I thought this flew under the radar because of the platform that it was on. It What's was on that? the BET Hip Hop Awards. Trump watched the BET Awards. No, he don't. Yes, he do. Uh, now, if this was the Grammys, Trump don't watch the Grammys though. I think he would have, but it, it would have it would have made more waves. Trump want to know what you Negroes are doing, man. He watching the BET Hip Hop Awards. He's probably a fan. He probably like Cardi B. <laughs> he, pro- um, he probably loves Cardi. That's B. what I'm saying. Real quick before we move on, uh, when we attended the Breakfast Club taping, more on that later. One of the questions was who had the hotter verse, my son or Eminem, and somebody commented on it. And said they brought up Eminem's past lyrics. Oh, he got in trouble. I think he called like a a black bitch. He said something, man. Something about women when he was like seventeen during one of those like he freestyle said nigga. tapes. Oh, he, he said, said nigga. Yeah, he said nigga. Okay, okay. There you go. He said the n word like a, a couple, like several years before he got on or whatnot. And he was like, man, y'all don't forget, don't fall for it, don't forget he did X Y Z. Okay, <laughs> bruh, look, fam. Here's my only issue with that. He was advocating for my son's verse because he was uplifting the community. Now, if you don't know, or if you're not familiar with my son, he was very, he was a, a rapper on the come up from New York. He was affiliated with Rough Riders. He stole the show on Rough Riders Volume 1. He was on the, on the come up. Then he got locked up because he was in the streets doing some crazy shit. And then he got out, changed his life. Now he's on the way that he's on now. If you're not going to hold that against my son, then don't hold some shit that Eminem said when he was 16 in his basement recording it's, on the shitty camera. It's order. convenient for a wannabe activist, though. It's like one of them That's people trash, that be like, though, yeah, bro. if I want to stand up on a breakfast club and want to be like, hey, remember Eminem woke. said this. Not, I'm not giving Eminem a pass for that. But not. since then, what, I, what has Eminem done? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm not, I don't consider Eminem a racist. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I, I just don't consider that. It may be true. I just don't. That's right. not. I haven't seen any evidence. I ain't nothing proved that other than you referencing something that happened over 20 years ago. Yeah. Now Eminem looked like he just hung around a lot of black friends. So he thought that shit was cool. To he might have thought it was cool when yeah. he was younger. Now he know it. I ain't. I ain't heard him say it since. So what's the issue? So why bring it up? Because if because somebody would make sense for your argument, exactly. Because if somebody would have stood up there and brought up my son's track record or his fucking jacket, his damn criminal history, and be like, and oh, but now he's like, woke though. Yeah, that'd have been that'd have been trash. Like stop, bro. Quit bringing up shit from twenty twenty five years ago. Like people can't evolve. That's just, whack. Yeah, quit trying to make bullshit argue. Or that like, stop. <laughs> yeah, I mean, people tried so hard to take away from what Eminem did, or trying to say that people who are crediting him are giving him some type of pass, crown, some, or some type sort. of leeway, yeah, yeah, yeah. calling him the best rapper. Like I'm gonna be honest, I don't care if Keith, Ober- Keith Oberman said he didn't listen to rap and now he thinks that. I don't care. Nobody, no, nobody His cares. opinion He's not qualified. is null and void in this category. And y'all know that. And it's great that you listen to Eminem now and you think rap is cool. Go check out Killer Mike. Go check out Run the Jewels. Go check out um, Talib Kweli. There are a lot of people that you can listen to, Keith Oberman. I don't care that you say, hey, I listen to Eminem and now I like rap. That yeah, don't that, offend me. That made so much more noise than it needed to. Nobody give a shit. People want to make it like a... Keith Oberman wasn't being racist when he said that, nor was he shitting on rap. Nah. He was only stating his opinion from and his that's perspective, cool. though. And, and that's it. cool. Yeah. And people, instead of getting angry at that, say, hey, okay, you like that? Then listen to this. That's it. And tie him on in. Come on in. Now you like it? Come on in. Good. Pump it. Right. Tweet, tweet about uh, Killer Mike, dude. That's cool. We don't give a shit. All right. Moving on. 
Mm-hmm. We have a new number one record in the country right now. It's no longer Cardi B. She had a three week run though. Um, grand opening, grand closing. <laughs> don't, do, don't do Cardi like that. Though. She just shot. She just shook the veil for homecoming. I heard too. Shout out Cardi. Absolutely. TSU homecoming. Uh, new number one man. Post Malone featuring Twenty One Savage. Just number one in the like yeah, Billboard. Bill, absolutely. Okay. New number one record. It's called Rockstar. We listened to it earlier. Yeah. My question is, did Twenty One Savage rip it? Yes, of course right, not. That's rhetorical. We know he did. <laughs> yes, he did. Are you finally ready to take Post Malone serious? No. Serious in what? As a hip-hop star. No. <laughs> I never take Post Malone. You think Wiz is a star? Yeah, Wiz a star. Wiz can actually rap. Like, I'm listen- I listen to this and the other big song that he has. Congratulations. Yeah. And, and White Iverson. He not rapping. Mm-hmm. It's cool that you want to use hip-hop lingo to put a song out and make it popular. And because you're a good musician... It sounds good, right? That's that's cool, but that don't make you a rapper. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like he's not like people keep trying to throw him in this hip hop lane because he's semi cool. He has rap features, like he does. Like he makes big records and he's a good musician. I'm not taking anything away from him, but he's not a rapper. There's nothing that I've heard in the big songs that he has that makes him a rapper. He ain't spitting bars. Right. He's harmonizing. He's doing things that singers or pop stars do. I don't understand why he's thrown in the hip-hop lane because he look grungy, dusty, and dirty. I'm going to tell you why. It says hip-hop stuff and has gold teeth. I'm going to tell you why. All right, let me hear it. The reason he's thrown in the hip-hop category is because he uses hip-hop beats. Mm. He is singing over them. That's 1,000% fact. Right. But he uses hip hop beats, and as you mentioned, he uses hip hop features. That's and also lingo, why lingo, yeah, and, and the lingo, and he had the braids, and he had the look, and all of that, and like you said, the goals and shit. Now, and it's the same thing with a Lil Uzi Vert because Lil Uzi Vert sings a lot of shit, but he also has hip hop production though. So these cats are using hip hop beat. They're hip hop beats without question. Mm-hmm. We just listened to that rock star. That's a, that's a hip hop beat. Twenty One Savage rapped over it, ripped it, b- completely jackballed the song. They ripped it. Um, but here's my thing. I'm not taking him seriously, and I was I was actually with Post Malone up to a certain point. What I, point? What I, made you jump off the Post Malone? I'm gonna tell you a lot you more lenient than I am. So what Absolutely. made you jump off the bandwagon? Because I, I listen. He came out with the goals and the braids, and okay, he looked he dirty. looked crazy, dirty, looked look dusty, dirty. But, but I don't know if this is him. But this is how you judge the content of a man's character is by what mm. he does when no one's looking. You read that yesterday. No, okay. I'm just deep. I read. <laughs> you read that yesterday. Now, <laughs> wait, wait. Really? I read. No, you go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, damn. I'm a reader. No, fuck out. Knowledge. Okay, that so was on a billboard. Literally. I didn't know that. Yeah, dead ass. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, but in his instance, it's what do you do? What you're doing before you're famous? That's when no one's looking. Yeah. And I watched a documentary on him on Complex that just dropped about two weeks ago. I don't believe you. And I, I watched it because I was interested. They went through his crib, old photos, mm-hmm. his friends. Right. There isn't a trace of hip hop in dude. What, what, it's not a trace. Wait, wait, what did it, what was his friends like Brian and Billy or his uh, Absolutely like- guitars, rock star. They mm-hmm. they were playing a rock song, he knew all the words. That's cool. Right. There wasn't a trace of hip hop in dude. Not in old pictures, not in the albums that he had on his shelf. When no not in anything. In no. Mm-hmm. He had no see, the, and and that's my that's my when I saw that I said, oh, okay, dude's not hip hop. Then he's cashing out. Mm-hmm. He got with a producer that had them beats. He knows how to write melodies because he listens to the rock music, and he added those over the rap beats, and now he's on. 
That's clearly what it is. And here's the thing. You look at old pictures of me, old pictures of you. I got on Pistons shit. When I'm 15, 16, you want to know how you know how you know I'm a Pistons fan? Because I got the jersey on when I'm 15 in a picture. I got the Green Bay starter jacket hanging up in my mama's house right now from from teenage years. You want to know how I listen to rap? Because I got every No Limit case still in my mama's house on the shelf, dude. That's how you know I've been on this. You can look at the nigga Carfax and see he not about that hip-hop life, dude. So for that, he's a cornball, and I am no longer riding with Post Malone. It just I just put it out there. I wasn't on the train to begin with like that. Oh, I was going to say you was riding with him? No, nah, I, I really wasn't, but that sold it up, and I see why people don't like dude. I didn't quite get it at first because I, I give people time to prove themselves. Yes, you look crazy. Yes, you look different. But I can't, I can't go against you just because you look different. So I, you have to prove yourself well, and show me, what your Carfax is. Let me ask you this. It. Let me ask you this. So you said I didn't watch the documentary that you watched, but it poses a question for me. Do you think that he does this purposely? And, and is that why you feel that way? Or do you think that this has just been the role that he's given? He's cooler than Macklemore. You know what I'm saying? He right. got the gold teeth. It seems Tattoos like, like somebody them. writing for him. Somebody giving him the lingo and making it seem like he knows what's going on. For some reason, 21 Savage is hopping on his songs. Do you Do you think it's him? But nah, do you think he go home and cut that shit off and like uh, I don't I, I don't want nothing to I, do with this? Listen, I think he goes home and listens to Hank Williams Jr. <laughs> and plays guitar. You think he voted for Trump. All that. All that. I mean, he may not, he young, so he may not have fell for the Trump <laughs> show. But he he goes home and listens to Hank Williams Jr. and plays guitar, which is fine. But it's it's whack when you braid your hair up and, he, and oh, put okay, a grill okay. in your mouth. Grill and he, and he trying to do it because I was saying he ain't asking people to to listen to his music or consider no. him a rapper. People are doing that. But remember when Vanilla? I'm taking it back. We're aging ourselves. When Vanilla Ice first came out, he made up the story about him being from the streets. That was his background. <laughs> but it turned out he really wasn't from the streets, though. He grew up with money. Turned out he know how to flip houses. Yeah, exactly. He he, he grew up with money and then grew out of that rap shit and learned how to flip houses once yeah. he saw it get real. So like that that's corny to me and I just saw that and 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 it's disappointing. But I know we laugh at motherfuckers like Riff Raff, but if you Google Riff Raff's high school picture, he looks exactly the fucking same. He had braids with the fucking Boston Celtics jersey with okay. a black dude swag. You could tell he had black friends. So dude. let me bring up one more point before we get off of this because 50 says something in 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 reference to this that I think is important. 50 said when I was beefing with Fat Joe, there was a character that I had to turn on. That's what people wanted to see. That's rap. For sure. That was my persona. Right. I didn't necessarily have a problem with him. Of course. Now, these aren't his words verbatim. This is me uh, paraphrasing. Yeah. So, with that being said, is that not the same thing? Oh, that was corny, too. Okay. When, when 50, so 50, 50... 50's corny. For that. Okay. For that action. Yes, right. he was corny. Gotcha. But Post Malone's whole career is based off being corny because that's not him. Mm. 50 being the bully, so to speak, air quotes over bully, was a little, was kind of his MO because he went hard at Ja and he actually had a problem with Ja. But when he went at Fat Joe and Jada Kiss, he really didn't have a problem with those And he dudes. said he liked the song. <laughs> yeah, he loved Lean Back. Thought that shit was amazing, <laughs> just like everybody else did. So, yeah, that was a corny act on his behalf, and it actually ended up kind of ruining his career because that shit that got I mean, old. It's part of being a rapper, though. You, there's a it's pr- competitive nature. Well, it's part of trying to live up to being a rapper. I feel Agreed. like people like Jay-Z don't have – like. there's not a persona that he had to buy into his whole career. And that's why he's as successful as he is and was able to drop a 444. Jay-Z never had to live. Like, 
there was never a point in time where you felt like that Jay Z was trying to be a character. Other oh, okay, than, well, I agree. well, maybe uh, what's the album? It's trash. What's the Budweiser album? Oh, Kingdom Come. That. That that, I mean, that, 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 that was kind of the only time that you feel like, come on, Jay. Yeah, a little bit, but he, he wasn't being a character of himself. Though. No, exactly. True, he was not. Nah, it was, wasn't. but you could tell he did that for the bad. Yes, you all could. Right, <laughs> all right. With that being said, Fifty is telling you that rappers turn it on and off. Irv said it about Ja. Like Ja wasn't trying to be like he was like, dude, I'm this party guy. I ain't trying to be out here beefing, making beef songs with Fifty Cents. Yeah, but I'd rather just not make music. Yeah, that, that's because he knew where the money was. When Ja first came out, nigga, the name of that group is Murder Inc. Mm-hmm. The name of that group was The Murderers. Like, Ja came out on, like most rappers, he came out on street shit. And then once he saw that when you get a single, when you kind of harmonize and somebody sings on it and the register start ringing, he flipped over to that same way Nelly did. Remember Murphy Lee said Nelly was in the streets. And Facts. then they, they yeah. was rapping street shit. And Facts. then he flipped it to the sing song and shit and got on. But. That's a whole. We can talk about that all day. But exactly. Post Malone trash. I'm 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 cool off him. Um, moving on, man. Birdman Rick Ross. The beef has been sparked up once again. Of course, let's take it back to earlier this year. Uh, Rick Ross released his uh, song "Idols Become Rivals," shooting shots at Rick Ross for not paying Wayne and Khaled and pretty much everybody on Cash Money. <laughs> now, Birdman. Took to I don't know what this was on Facebook Live I don't know what this was on But it looked like it was on IG IG Live Whatever He took to a video man Addressing folks man Hey man Lee Keep your name out my mouth Put some respect on my name (laughs) And just just a friendly reminder To stop talking about him and Wayne In a money situation Ross of course could not let this slide And had his own rant video Going off Explaining why he was still talking And all this good shit Okay We've all heard the rants If you haven't you go find it on YouTube, little brother. Now. My question to you is: Does Rick Ross need to still entertain Bourbon at this point? Yes, this is this is what Rick Ross do. Like Rick Ross is good at this. Rick Ross plays this character and this role to perfection. Yeah, all he needed ever was for Birdman to respond in this manner because it's what this right where Rick Ross wanted. <laughs> I can talk more shit than you on any day of the week. You know what I'm saying? Like so for him to come to he didn't even say Ross name. Neither one of no, us he said didn't. each other's name, but we can all figure out what's going on here. Clearly. So I don't know what made Birdman come out this late. Yeah. And and respond to the album. Something probably finally already pissed him off. And his response to being pissed off was his video. And I think this is exactly what Ross wanted just earlier. Ross wanted gotcha. it around album time. Of course. You know what I'm saying? So now that it is coming out, Ross ain't going to fumble the opportunity. He probably got music for days. Yeah. And that's the uh, problem in which I was going to say with my son with the Cypherverse going back to that. He should have music ready to come out. Agreed. With that being said, I guarantee you if this Ross stuff blew up any bigger and Birdman responds... Ross got a song on deck addressing this. You don't make idols become rivals and not have another backup song ready. Like Ross got Ross is a musician. He's an artist. Ross like does this rap stuff. He studies it. Absolutely. So he figured Birdman will come out and say something like this, probably at an earlier stage. Ross got a he he has an album on deck. All he need is Birdman to go IG live one more time, <laughs> just one more time. Cause look, Ross ain't doing no more posts. Cause that one he did was perfect. That was it. 
You know what I'm saying? Funny. I don't even want to quote him. I want you to go listen to it. So you want? I I don't even want to mess up nothing he said. Yeah, because that was perfect. That that fits right in the Ross persona. Now here's the thing. I you said it was a perfect response. It was funny. It was pretty good. That's Ross. I don't think it was warranted. He been doing this his whole career. I I understand. I, what I'm saying is, you hit the home run with the idols become rivals. Mm-mm. You had everybody on your side. If you you addressed mm-hmm. the situation perfectly. You didn't come at him on no gangster shit. You didn't come at him on no hard street shit. You came at him from I'm disappointed and my idol is really a false prophet. That shit you were you were saddened by it. It's like when you meet like your your biggest celebrity fan or excuse me, your biggest celebrity idol and you meet him and they're an asshole. Mm-hmm. Like and you're genuinely let down, like damn. <laughs> right, right, right. Like that's fucked up. That you had the perfect Record for it. You don't need to touch on this. He didn't mention your name. If he would have said Ross, that's a whole Man, other listen, ball game. You are speaking correctly if you're talking about a rapper, right? Yeah. You're not talking about a rapper. You're talking about the boss. His persona is not to take this in stride. I've already addressed it. Birdman came to him as a boss. Birdman was like nigga, like Birdman tried to look belittle him. Like, you need to keep my name out your mouth. What we doing ain't got nothing to do with you. <laughs> Essentially, I don't even know why you're speaking on it. That's a, that's a so, valid point, That's though. a great point. <laughs> As a boss, you have to respond to that, though. As mm-hmm. a rapper, you make a great point. But if I'm Rick Ross and I've been calling myself the boss for the last 15 years and I made a point to respond, well, to even make it a topic on my last album, I'm definitely going to respond to this. You're not going to play with me. And I'm going to respond to it. It's going to be epic. And I'm going to make it where I know you mad now. I know you mad, Birdman. So you're going to have to say something else. And as soon as you say something else, boom, I'm dropping this new album. I'm dropping the new Birdman this. And it might be featuring Wayne. If he was hard, he got something, he got something in the tuck featuring Wayne. Put that energy into the booth, man. Leave it what? off of the Instagram videos, bro. No, this is what Ross do, though. I don't He's want been that. doing this. We don't want that. His career's coming to an end. Yeah. I've been said that. Yeah, you've been wrong Yeah, about so that. it's not. I've been right. That was his best album that he came out with was the last one, and it, it's a wrap. Like, everything is downhill from here, so he got to secure the bag moving forward. And this Birdman beef is perfect to expand his personality that he's built over the last 15 years of rapping. He doing it with signed. He's going to do it with this. Just pay just pay Wayne so we can get this shit over. Nobody ain't paying Wayne. We, are, we over there. Mm-hmm. I get Wayne might want to kiss that money goodbye and just start a new venture. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> in, invest in cryptocurrency or something. Like, just do something else, bro. He got to make skateboards. Or just, yeah, make skateboards. Or, like, do a little Vans design or some shit like that. That'll be hard. If he had, hey, listen, if he had his own low-cut Vans, that'll be tough. I know he had his Supers at one time, but niggas what ain't rocking Wayne Supers. Vans going for? That'll be hard. Make them, like, Yeezys, though. Make them slick yeah, expensive. Yeah, like exclusive and everything. <laughs> Dwayne Vans. That'll be tough. Send us our 10%, Wayne. Man, listen. Eat that. All right, man, last one before we get to this music break. Sticking with the um, Birdman theme, two reunions are happening at the end of this year. Okay. November, we have a big timers reunion. It's a reunion show in Chicago in November. It's crazy, Manny Fresh and Birdman. And we also have diplomats having a reunion show with um who is this with? Cam and Jim have hooked back up. Yep. Cool. They squash. Was it through Spotify? Yes, through Spotify, rap caviar. At least for one night they done hooked back up. Joel is supposed to be the Cam, Jimmy, all the dipset. 
okay, so coming from two big timer and dipset fans, mm-hmm. if this was the same night, yep. you can only have tickets to one of these shows, okay. which one are you hitting? This ain't even a question to me. Really? No. Absolutely not. Dipset? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm yeah. in that dipset front row bandana to the side with a, <laughs> a throwback with a throwback Mitchell and this on to my knees, dude. <laughs> Give me the whole diplomatic immunity verbatim line Tough. for line. Let's ride. Jim first album. Joel's first Let, album. Let's go. All I, that. That that right there I remember when that came out. I remember that time period and like that 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 would be fire to me. Now, with the uh, big time and stuff Birdman just has been through so much and so many different personas, so many different, uh, what is it? What we say about Puff, how he reinventions. Gotcha. So many different reinventions. I don't think that at this point in time I want to see a 50-year-old Birdman that Manny Fresh perform. That's going to look crazy. Shit from How You Love That, Volume 2. That's going to look crazy. Which came out in 1990. Seven, yeah, that's a long time ago. So I, I just don't want to see that. You know what I'm saying? Like, even though I would get hype if a DJ, if, if Manny Fresh was DJing in a club and he was playing those old big timer songs, that'd be hard. We can rock that. Okay, I go to that after the diplomat. You know what I'm saying? Concert. <laughs> yeah, we could do the after party, which is the big timer shit. But I'm definitely, I'm definitely choosing diplomats. I'm with you. I, it's just more recent. You know, Diplomat Run was in the early 2000s. Sex. It's just more recent, man. That that 95, 96, 97. Okay. Like I, I, you know, I ride it out in a car every blue moon just to, you know, take me back. But dog, that dipset mm. that come home with me, I, I, I got to hear all that though. Mm. Like he has to play, they got to play solo joints, group shits, mixtape shits. I need all that. Now if they're gonna do that, where is that at, man? Where is that close? <laughs> Not even close. Fuck. But we definitely would hit that. Shit, I want to go to that. Tough. But that big time is going to be tough. When is though. it? I check and see when it is. That big time is still going to be kind of tough, though. I'm not no, gonna I ain't lie. no. That's going to be know. tough. What, I mean, what they going to do? Get your roll on. That's hard. That's banging. I, I ain't going. B sides from the from the how I'm you not, how I, you love it. Come on now, that, though. The best B sides got everybody on there, though. Ah, that's a good point. You know what I'm saying? Millionaire dreams. That's a good point. Shh, Them niggas. Wayne ain't showing up. Wayne ain't showing up. Come on, dog. Yeah, that's blowing it. Pay that man. Make sure all producers to get paid. Make sure Wayne get paid. That's what, we, that's what we care about. All right, man. Speaking of Chicago, man, music break. My my girlfriend, Dreezy, she's got a new single out featuring Black. You know Black with the six. We call him Six Black, just so you know who the fuck we talking no about. No idea who the Six Lack? Yeah, we go, Six Lack. That's what we're going to call him. Oh, okay. I know who you're talking about. Dreezy featuring Six Lack and Kodak Black. It's called Spar. Let's check it out, man. See what she got cooking in the shop. And if I go to DC, I'm trying to spar with Trump. I ain't a politician, just can't ignore the stuff. I take this life at come, got heart, but still won't show love. If I tell people where I'm from, they might think I got a gun. Got chase is still in the box. No tax on bands on my one. I took my feelings out the shit and put my trust in my funds. Take my dead homie on my sleeve. Don't need glasses, see what I see. Told me at 10 what I want gon' be. Nigga ain't make the least. We turn to the streets. Wanna blast for the CID Might do the race for a nigga catch me Damn if it be another R.I.P. It's a black, white world But I only see green Killers getting off innocent When the clip's showing that he did the shit Trying talking, they ain't listening But they'll point it out when you get ignorant Fuck with you if you a benefit That's why I pay him cash at the dealership And I got money stashed for the buildership But I'ma write it off, good penmanship Can't say we representing when half the office white supremacist This can't be land of the free If Neil and Mike cost your position I'm supposed to respect the system And call our brothers sons of bitches And when my aunt came home from prison For the same shit, y'all trying to turn to a business Man, 
can't take our coach, our blueprint, pay the knockoff to come out of us. Hurricanes come and swallow us. Op niggas tryna put the dot on us. We pourin' henny cause we all bottled up. Granny still scratching ladders up, but the Bible says gon' full circle. I'm just tryna find me a good partner. My life is hard enough, they not rewarding us, they disregarding us. And if I go to DC, I'm tryna spar with Trump. I'm not a Man, that was my girlfriend Dreezy featuring. You need to relax, I'm just saying, featuring Six Lack <laughs> and I'm Kodak Black. Lack. How you feel about that? That was called Spar. Mm, I want to know who wrote Dreezy verse. Don't do my girl like it. Ain't nobody write that. She ripped it. That's that 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 that, that verse was spectacular. She did a thing on that man. I, murdered it. Wrote either the beat. she's getting great. She didn't put her ten thousand hours in. She didn't master this shit. Or someone wrote that. I think she mastered it. Okay, I give her that then. She's sexy enough for me to give her that. That's my girlfriend, man. Watch how you talking about my lady. Definitely not your girlfriend. Um, all right, we are back. Revolt Music Conference. This is the On Deck TV podcast. I am Spike Lou. We already know who you are. You said this at the beginning of the yes, show. Yes, it's called a reset. I doubt if anybody just picked up and listened mm, 30 no. minutes into the show. Do you not understand? It's called a reset. You have to do <laughs> that when you come back from a break. Fuck. Right, Who are you? I'm Animal Brown. Not the original, though. Let's go. Um, Revolt Music Conference 2017, uh, f- Miami. For those who don't know, like, what the fuck? What do y'all keep saying, Revolt Me? What is this? What is this? What would you describe? Four years, what, four years deep? Yeah, this is the fourth year. Okay. It's a, th- it's a four day conference, Thursday through Sunday. It happens in Miami. Of course, Revolt is the TV ch- network owned by Puff, P. Diddy. Um, and he has a conference, like I said, four days. People have, they go there, aspiring musicians go there, people trying to get into the industry, but it's mostly musicians. Yeah. And there's like different panel discussions, a lot of different celebrities. Of course, his puff, his Rolodex is crazy. So when he calls you and tells you to pull up, it's pretty simple. You pull up. And he's bringing it back. And of course, he's going to bring the bag for you. Don't worry about that. And it's just a lot of different tools and knowledge and things of that nature you can gain. Not only are they like, famous like celebrities and stuff like that but there's also people little known people that you may not know but are very influential like maybe like the editor-in-chief at xxl at vibe magazine or maybe this media company or that media company so it's just a really good networking tool tough so the setup is they do different panels throughout the week uh those different panels consist of things that you would like to know about that have a impact on hip-hop whether it be podcasting whether it be marketing whether it be a&r's whether it be how to get signed whatever it is they have different experts at these different panels you go you listen you talk whether you're an artist whether you're someone who has a business going on or whether you're just a fan and you want to know how all of these things work yeah man revolt has different workshops different uh panels different experience for you to see experiences for you to see as a fan, as a business, if you want your employees to go, whatever it is it may be. So as the On Deck TV podcast, our experiences is we usually go down there, uh, play a couple of panels, play a couple of parties, and play the lobby because you'll see a lot of people in and out of the lobbies, a lot of artists, a lot of but CEOs of Revolt, people that work with Revolt, writers, uh, journalists, things of that nature. So it's a good experience to network to talk to different people. Absolutely. So, like you said, we're in the Hotel Eden Rock. The la- the first two years, it was at Fountain Blue. They're both equally expensive-ass hotels. <laughs> um, but so, everything happens in the lobby, dude. It's where it's popping at. So, we ran into a couple of people. Mm. Any any celebrity encounter, any celebrity, what stood out to you first? Because we saw a lot of people. 
Stood out was them ugly ass Balenciagos. Balenciaga. Balenciagas. Runners. Yeah, yeah that Pusha T hat on. Trying to make work. Pusha T was there. He right. was on one of the panels. He was chopping it up with DJ Clark Kent. Please do your Googles if you don't know who DJ Clark Kent is. He found Jay Z. No, they, no need to Google anymore. So, uh, with that being said, I don't understand how people are trying to make these Balenciaga runners work. Yeah, those are how trash. we trying to make these work? They're trash because he was rocking them, and no shame. And if I'm pushing T, it doesn't matter. I ain't put the album out yet to have that much confidence to rock those shoes. Trash. I just can't do that. They seventeen hundred though. I don't give a fuck. People care about that shit. What? Not, dude, have you seen those? Those are Skechers, dude. Basically, those are those are, those are the those Joe Montana Skechers. Skechers. Exactly. Those. That's what those shoes are. Man, I don't care what's wrote on the side of it. I'm gonna tell you what stood out to me, man. Buster me Rhymes. I I was coming through the lobby and I saw Buster Rhymes had just came th- from valet, and mm. he looked pissed. And I don't mean like regular like. I'm gonna say Buster Rhymes are always mad though. That's what. But see, usually it's like a um, bad reaction to the steroid type piss. Ah oh, man. But this right here, That's like Animal Brown. Yes, it is. We just did the reset, dude. Everybody knows who the fuck I am right now. Not busting rounds when he come pushing you like he did, dude, in that video. But go ahead. Yes, we come to find out the reason he was looking so upset was that he had just gotten to a shoving match with a cat at the valet, and I just saw the video on TMZ because, of course, they have the footage. <laughs> And that shit looked crazy, and dude should have went on ahead and fired on Buster Rhymes and Sudo. Should have just went on ahead and fired on him. Because they were nose to nose for some reason we don't know. Yeah. And Buster Rhymes pushed the shit out of dude and repeatedly said, what, what up, up nigga? What up, nigga? What up, nigga? What spitting up, in son? his face, essentially. I don't believe he's... Nah. Not why he was talking. Okay. He didn't spit in his face. <laughs> nah, why he was that. talking. Okay, it's just it's the, after, the aftermath of... All of that. Rough talk. Uh yeah, you gotta fight Bustin' Rhymes at that point if you do. I don't know what he said, and I don't know why Bustin' Rhymes would get that mad at words. Bustin' Rhymes does seem to have an anger problem. I don't know, but you're welcome to come to the On Deck TV podcast and talk to us about it. <laughs> With that being said, I, if I'm dude, I'm I'm, I'm gonna go on and like it. I don't feel like Bustin' Rhymes gonna do that much damage. Bustin' Rhymes a big ass motherfucker. Though. That's true. He ain't style. I mean, he ain't. What's my chic? He ain't chic luch. Nah, he not because like, he like, Sheik I, bigger I, than shape. That's what I'm but saying. But Rams is just big. I if, if Sheik Luch was in my face like that and pushing me, don't get it wrong. I'm not a, I'm not macho man at all. I ain't, <laughs> he I would have did the same thing the dude did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying if it was Buster Rams, I'm gonna take that chance because I don't think he gonna do that much damage. <laughs> same thing with Charlemagne, boy. Wax when I seen him at the book signing, the wax in your face like nope, I ain't I, <laughs> nope. Because they're going to do damage. <laughs> like, that's damage that's going to be done. I don't feel like Buster Ryan's going to do damage. <laughs> and I ain't taking nothing away from him. I'm just saying if I'm dude, we got to go on and box. Buster Rhymes look pissed. I said, Buster Bus. He kept it moving. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay. Dude, that nigga had the frown of the century on, dude. <laughs> you know where your forehead ball up when you mad? That's the, he was that mad, dude. <laughs> I was like like Damn, someone bro. called his name in the lobby, dude. He turned around like he was ready to fight them. Man, so I called his name in the lobby. He, he turned around like fight he was you. Absolutely. Nigga, that shit crazy. All right. Also, T.I. was there. T.I. performed with his hustle gang. Let's go. Of course, he dropped the hustle gang. We won't smoke won't project. Smoke. What do you think about, A, they his performances, smoke. the songs that we heard, and his camp? I think that check was nice. I think Puff called T.I. and he was like, hey, whatever you can bring to the table to make this weekend more fulfilling than it already is, do it. And T.I. was like, all right, what the check look like? And he grabbed all the we won't smoke people. Yep. 
didn't. Because remember, that project was supposed to come out about a month ago. Right. This is promo. Pushed back free to promo. Them. Right. They just got a free trip to Miami. T.I. got a check. <laughs> and a free trip Puff to Miami. Puff got content. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's how it worked out. That's what that's what it was. T.I. looked like he was there for that. Like I, he didn't look crazy on stage with the, with the youngsters, though. I mean, what, what you expect? He promoting a, a a new brand. He trying to do a new generation of Grand Hustle. I but ain't why, mad though? at that. Why? Money. Like he ain't trying to be. He, like, he ain't money trying to be, hustle game, bro. He, he ain't trying to be a revolt next year. He could have got a check going dolo. But then he got to do all the, the dime work. trap. Then he got to do all the work. I can get oh, the okay. look. This is a great experience for these six, seven people that's in the We Won't Smoke crew. <laughs> I don't even know what to call it. Hustle game. So yeah, We Won't Smoke crew. <laughs> uh, the people in the We Won't Smoke crew, if they want exposure, they're gonna be excited. They're gonna do their thing. Like the chick with them, she was looking nice. She had a nice yeah, outfit on. It was a couple dudes on there that was spitting. They bringing they all. Oh, this Miami. This revolt. This puff. T, I got to take advantage of that as a businessman. Yeah, I'm doing this. I'm going to come out there. I ain't got to spit but like four or five bars, walk through. I'm T.I., go through a couple panels, go do uh, drink champs. I'm yeah. good. Yeah. yeah, that's a nice little check. He, Puff gave him 100000 for that. Man, fuck no. Man, Puff gave him 100000 for that, bro. Now, they could have made 100000 off the bar. In it. They could have made that off the bar because, I'm going to be honest, that food was so fucking expensive Eight piece wings, a uh, eight piece wing at Eden Rock was twenty two dollars. That's, that's gonna do it. Twenty two dollars. That's rough. With eighteen percent gratuity automatically added. And drinks was fifteen. Nigga, my Pepsi was seven dollars. It was a can. <laughs> Monk ass nigga didn't want to tell me the price before he opened the can. I don't do my boy like that. He was cool though. though. I was gonna say don't do my because he wasn't even gonna he wasn't gonna ask you for the other two dollars though. Oh, because I gave him a five. Yeah, you gave him a five. You're right. He, he wasn't going to cash you on out. Until I said something. And you why. asked him how much it costs. Like, uh, I, I ain't up. even going to ask for my change. Like, that nigga like, what change, nigga? This shit, $7. A 12-ounce can of Coke. $7. $7. It's hot about that. He gave me another one, though. It was not an amusement park, either. That's crazy. It's eating rock. It's no no rides, no nothing. Uh, but with that being said, I mean, it was a cool time. Like I said, my guy right there, he was cool. He, he kept, looked out. He kept it flowing. Um, the lobby is a place in which we were playing. We seen a lot of comings and goings. Met a lot of people. One of the things that I took from it that from that were different from when we went before. We had our on deck TV podcast shirts on. Of course, people are a lot more receptive to what podcasts are now. A lot more people are listening to them, and you get a lot more questions, a lot more inquiries, inquiries about like how do y'all do it? What's the format? What is it about? Oh, that's cool. So. That was something good that I took from it as well. Four years ago, nobody knew what a podcast was. Yeah, you would tell them a podcast. Oh, is it like a radio show? No, nah, they wouldn't even say that. They'd just be like, what is that? Okay. Yeah, they, they'd have no fucking clue. Exactly. So now, yes, the education piece is done. Fact. Now it's easier to sit there with a shirt on and people come up to you asking you what it is, that what, what you got going on. Right. Um, what I thought was interesting now, 21 Savage, and I didn't even see him until you said something. Um, he was we was damn near from the cross paths. He was walking to his outside performance, and he was walking a little boy. Was and it Sebastian? Then, you mean Bash? Young Sebastian, man. 
I thought his name was Bash. Sebastian. Why you keep calling him Sebastian? It's short for Sebastian. Bash is short for Sebastian. Oh, I ain't know that. Clear. Like nobody named. Do you? What do you? You keep up with fucking entertainment weekly? You saying who would name their son? Celebrity kids. Who would name their son Bash? People, kids are rumor and Apple and shit, dude. I'm a blue. Well, actually, I'm not true. I I don't know this for a fact, but I'm assuming that Bash is short for Sebastian. Oh, you just you just assumed. Okay, I'm I'm assuming this is normal. Um, so. We don't know who the little boy was, but I will say Amber Rose was two people behind Twenty One Savage with the wig on, and I didn't notice her at all until you said something. She had the red wig on. She liked the chick from uh, Jessica Rabbit. That's who she looked. Ah, uh, okay. I didn't notice her. I saw the wig. I mean, I saw the hair from deep, but I didn't know who the fuck that was. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if the little boy was was which he. They I heard him call him dad though. So there's no way that that was Wiz Khalifa's son, bro. I'm just you there's just, no. Just I swear to you though. You somebody did. told me they heard the little boy call him dad. So on that note, dude. there's we're just gonna assume that that was not a bad. Heard him calling, dude. Him that's what somebody dad, told me. Man. Dead ass serious Now here's my thing That what I thought was interesting Wendy Williams told you that Not at all 21 Savage was walking aimlessly And looked like he didn't know Where he was going (laughs) Didn't know where he was at It almost looked like The little boy was walking him And not the (laughs) reverse Of him walking the little boy 21 Savage is strange that's the moral of the story. He's not strong. Well, I, I don't. He's strange looking, bro. You said that we were there, and I just didn't get what. Like, you said how he was looking. He, he was, was looking out. like I'm headed to a performance. I'm high. I had to get in my zone to do it. <laughs> I'm with Amber Rose, and I don't know who this child is. I don't even know why he's calling me dad. I'm trying to go get my bag and leave. That's what he looked like to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, his man. his set was cut short because it started raining. It started raining, some serious, but crazy. And it got to do with what your boy Herbo was saying. It's the second week that I referenced his interview, but that's post traumatic stress from hood shit, man. Well, that explains why he was looking like that. Then I, I see. I, I mean, it's I ain't gonna say it's normal, but I would expect him to look that way. Though it's not surprising. That shit was crazy. Um, I wouldn't mind looking at the performance though. Just to kind of see how I wonder what his energy is like on stage. Is he gonna be dry like Migos, or is he gonna be more turned up and unexpected? How did Twenty One Savage run off the stage in the rain? I don't know. He grabbed the like, little boy and looked, the little boy chauffeured him off the stage. G shit. It was like, oh shit, he's running. Like, you know what I'm saying? Did I throw it? Nah, he did <laughs> the real nigga slow job. The real nigga slow job. Tough. Oh. <laughs> That's how we do. Did security put an umbrella over Twenty One though? They would have put it over me if I was him. Nah, and it got to be Louis. I don't even need no umbrella. I ain't gonna lie. I've never owned Little known black history fact I've never owned an umbrella Where do you buy umbrellas? Where? Yeah I don't know Where would you go get an umbrella If you wanted to buy one? Walgreens? I don't know Walmart? I don't know <laughs> The Gucci store motherfucker I don't know I've never owned one Are you I, listening? I, I don't know um, You definitely had an umbrella <laughs> Now let me tell you who I saw That you didn't get a chance to see And you're heated okay. I was in the cut Charging my phone up Because they had the charging stations on deck Shout out uh Go ahead, mobile chargers. Absolutely, the mobile charger was clutch. And out of the cut comes like this dude dressed in the tux, like rushing this chick out. And I'm like, damn, where are they going? And he's holding her shoes, and she's walking dumb fast in like an evening type gown. It was Lauren London, new, new, looking glorious in person, super thick, threw me off guard. I said, oh shit, she was thick. Yes. Lauren London was thick. I was like, "Whoa!" Hmm. I was like, "Hey, now!" And the cut rushing through. She was hoping when nobody noticed her. I was like, "Damn, Lauren London!" I seen the, I seen the dimples from deep. 
Nunu. So I, I can confirm Nunu is is as amazing in person she as she bad. is on TV. She had that glow. But I'm gonna tell you who was glowed up more than her. Nigga, why there was it ain't a possible? Nah, somebody was glowed up more than her. It ain't possible. With Beyonce though. <laughs> Beyonce was at Revolt and I didn't see her. We was posted up near the elevators. There was a gala that went on Saturday night. Everybody get dressed to the nines. Young Sizzle shook it. Sizzle was there. They were honoring Queen Latifah and Lauren Hill was there. Puff comes out of the elevator with his mom, his son, and Cassie. His son was shaking it. Yeah, his son was. Go ahead. His son, you know, King Combs is going to be a beast out here. Hey, listen. Man, Cassie came out to the elevator. Like, dolled up, though. I'm talking about, like, the big boy <laughs> gown, makeup on 10, hair on 10. Man, she was so Too bad. bad. Dude, it was like a light was shining down on her as she was walking to the fucking gala. I was like, Jesus, she bad, man. I'm sorry. Like Cassie is fine as hell, dude. The on I'm getting a breaking news in my headphones here. The on deck special report team is telling me that the night before, Cassie was spotted smoking Newports. Yeah, at, at Puff's private. We got bar. intel, man. One of our people was at the so, Puff part. Uh, Puff breaking crib. news is coming through. She was smoking Newports prior to that, though. That hurts my heart just a little bit. <laughs> It take a little bit away. Take a little bit away. Um, I'm not a cigarette guy. It's just me. What if she hopped out the elevator with the new boy? <laughs> I'd be so disappointed in her. I'd rather have them black and mild like Shannon Sharp. And them yakking them miles, man. I'd rather have hopped out with the yakking, yakking them, them miles, miles. man. Um, Shannon the mood on the moonshine, though. You're a week late. I'm hot about that. <laughs> um, that's Unc. Shout out Uncle Shannon, man. But she was bad. Now, Lauren Hill. Most everybody just came through the valet, walked up the steps, walked through the crowd, a little bit of a crowd, mm-hmm. but they walked through the crowd and got to the gala. Monica walked through the crowd. Everybody pulled up. David Banner walked through. Everybody, everybody walked through normal. walked through. Except Lauren Hill. We're outside in valet. Lauren Hill pulls up in a big dog Escalade SUV. You know, obviously she's not driving. She was being driven. But they stopped just short of the steps for valet. And they get out to like a side step that takes you downstairs underneath the hotel. That's the kitchen. Dude, when I tell you they got her out of that car and rushed her to the side, bro, it ain't like her feet touched the ground. I was like, what the fuck? It was like she floated to the damn under the steps, dude. I don't even know if she was really there. I wonder what is it to make people get like that because we were talking to Rated R. Yes, that's the that's driver for Puff. Puff. He do other things too. Yeah, he do a bunch of shit. So he said head that, of security, right? And he was telling us when we was at the Breakfast Club show that when you are speaking to Lauren Hill, Lauren Hill, refer to her as Miss Hill, Miss Hill, or she won't respond. Yeah, like that. That's like crazy. How do you get that way? How do you know. get like well? I can't walk through the lobby. Right. What are you, like, scared of? I don't understand it yeah, Would you argue she was the biggest star there and not named Puff? Lauren Hill? Yeah. Queen Latifah, no. We didn't see her either, though. I think she might have been ushered through the fucking Bat Cave. I didn't think Queen Latifah really existed. Like, I, I don't know anybody's ever met Queen Latifah, let's be honest. Or Lauren Hill, for that matter. Are these real people? See what I'm saying? Look, like these motherfuckers, like these, Hill they're larger than only, life. Lauren Hill is only that big of a star because she pulled all shenanigans and doesn't show up. Right, or she's hella late to shit. She's got that yeah, mystique like, and that like aura around her. Mystique, like she late, she don't show up. If she do, it's a problem. Like if you actually get to see her perform, it's like oh shit. So yeah, it's like uh, an event. I mean, I, I kind of I'm over that, Chuck. 
with the 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 uh, Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah factor, though, you're right. I I, I don't know anyone who <laughs> has seen her ever. Like, Does anybody pro- know anybody who's met Queen Latifah? Please tweet who me. Who is talking about Jay Z? That's another person like that. How many people seen Jay Z? Nah, but but you see pictures of Jay in studios and what? And people I've seen. Well, I haven't seen Jay live, but I know it's people that have though. I mean, I've seen in him concert. live. I've seen him in concert. Yeah, that's close. Queen Latifah don't do concerts though. She do plays and shit. Who's who's plays? Who? (laughs) I mean, I'm sure Queen Latifah has done a play where people have seen her (laughs) in something. Somebody tweet me that's that's seen Queen Latifah in person with somebody else like that. Lauren Hill, for that matter. That's not true. You just seen seen her. She glided like the fucking Wicked Witch of the West. You seen? Give give me a gooder, a better one. Not a gooder. You can say Jordan. I saw Jordan though. It was Jordan. Jordan got that mystique too. He's just not out here like it. But I seen him in Vegas and was blown away. You could actually feel his presence before you saw him. No bullshit. Let me tell you what you'd never see. Who? OJ. I don't know. He might get out and shake it after about a year though. You're never running into OJ. We thought that when he had beat the murder case though. And he was shaking. Look it. where he was at. In Florida, shaking it, nah, motherfucker. You saw the documentary. He was breaking in a Las Vegas hotel. Room. It was twenty years later. You didn't see him. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You're not running into OJ. You're never running into OJ. Man, back to Revolt. You mentioned the Breakfast Club. We sat in yeah. on the Breakfast Club. It was dumb early, but it was very entertaining. Their radio show was actually really good. Um, if you've ever sat just through a full radio show They're as very, opposed to yeah. just the interviews, very professional. Very professional. DJ Envy literally was blinding everybody in the crowd with his wrist wear. His ice game is undefeated. That was fuck you, ice. 6 a.m. in the morning, he's iced to the nines on his left arm. I'm talking about this stupid. That had to be from the night before. Like, he was, like He bruh, had to be going to the club in that ice. That wasn't that, no that was wake club up. Ice. Yeah, that wasn't no wake up, do the radio show ice. That was like, I, I just left the club. Y'all lucky I'm here because he did say something about he was about to cancel. That's true. That was like, that was like going to the club ice. Because that ice right there. <laughs> listen. Now... Charlemagne wasn't there with more on that in just a moment. So it was Yee and DJ Envy doing the live show and Charlemagne was via Skype or satellite or some shit. But for, he could see. Yeah, but he could see us or whatnot because they had cameras. Now for the first hour, maybe hour and a half, and you pointed this out, Envy and Yee didn't say shit to each Not other at the breaks. Other than when they were on air, they didn't say one word to each other. Nothing. Now we're not trying to claim that there was any beef no not at all but it was just strange to notice that it's like them sitting there right next to each other (laughs) and not once no did they look over and be like oh did you see this did you know that like never they didn't say shit at all now other than when they were on air i will say this though after about maybe like the second or third hour i did see them interacting a little bit more in between breaks though after the shots of de leon yes they were they were taking shots Earth man Listen. I ain't fuck with the shots at six o'clock in the morning. Y'all can have that. I'm be real. They about their life though. Clearly, they would t- they passed out shots to everybody. Envy, I fuck with Envy. He seemed like a real dude. He, he kind of he's still kind of corny, but shout out Queens Village though. We in the building. Um, God. now Charlemagne, he wasn't there. Had a, I see him take the Twitter like I ain't got time for that shit. Blah 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 blah. Well, he did say on the show too today that people don't get. He he's not sure what people get from Revolt. He, he did say that too. Now. When we talked to Rated R, like you said, he was head of security. He also drove, and he does a couple of things for Bad Boy. He's real tight with Puff. He gave us the real scoop as to why <laughs> Charlemagne wasn't there. <laughs> Remember that incident two years ago where him and Mace got into it, 
and allegedly tax or excuse me wax had came and kind of disposed of yeah, got <laughs> of the mace situation handled now apparently that was a little more in depth than Charlemagne had put on and there was a little more shit that happened it went on a little bit longer than just a nigga physically taking mace and getting him out the way it was a little bit of a melee yeah, right, you know, a little bit it was a little bit more than that <laughs> it was a little more than that so much more than that mm-hmm. that they suggested because obviously Mace is bad boy, bad boy is Puff, Puff is Revolt, Revolt is Breakfast Club. Okay. They didn't want any problems moving forward, so they suggested, air quote, Charlemagne. that Charlemagne sit this one out mm. and that he not come. So I thought that was very interesting. But look, I bet that was a mutual thing. Yeah, I'm sure because like he probably still got paid. Yeah, okay, exactly. Yeah, I, yeah okay. Right. Or maybe he didn't. No, he, he probably wasn't looking for no check. He uh, probably don't like. From the sentiment in which I heard him speaking from today on the Breakfast Club, like I just think, don't think that it was like it don't sound like an event that he's excited about anymore because he was talking. They, they were going over the highlights and and everything from it, and he was like, "It need to be an artist to get signed from Revolt, or what, or else what are they doing it for?" When I mean, it's a lot more than that, yes, but it just the, seemed like he came off as salty talking about it. But I did not. He, that's know, what it sounded like. I did not know that Tory Lanez got. Discovered at Revolt. You talking about Bryson Tiller? Oh, Bryson, Tiller. Bryson Tiller got discovered. Yeah, Bryson Tiller. Yeah. Yeah. Charlamagne sounds like he's salty. And which leads me to the question would you rather be in a position with someone like Envy where you can walk around and be cool? Because he was walking around dapping niggas up, taking selfies, taking pictures. Like he was cool. Actually, right. he was on the same level. But Charlamagne has ascended a little bit farther than, farther than them in terms of celebrity status. But now he can't go to Revolt and walk around and chill. With, I know you have to be content with it But is there one that you would prefer you, you want the higher status But can't walk around with the people Or you want to the lower status But I'm still eating good And I can walk around with the people I think it's more lucrative for Charlemagne though Like I really don't care if I can go walk around and revolt And, and not be bothered Or not have to show up Because an artist is mad, is, is mad at me I feel like with the opinion that I have And Excuse me, I meaning speaking from the perspective of Charlemagne. Right. I can have a best selling book as to where Envy is going to do Howard and uh, whatever it may be, Homecoming this week, Hampton, Homecoming. By his wrist game, it looked that's like he had a best selling book. That's cool, but that didn't come from. Like, like Charlemagne get paid to be uh, flammatory behind the microphone. So. If I were that him, come with the territory. It come with it exactly. So, someone being like, "Well, we rather you sit Miami out because of what happened last year." Okay, I'm good with that. Like, I can go home. I have a wife and two kids. Speaking, you, if I'm Charlamagne, but you gotta again, you gotta watch out for the men. Can I get a drops? And you gotta envy. Don't be having them problems that we know of. That we know of. That's fair. But he, right. and that we know of, we don't have those problems. He don't have those problems, and that we know of, Charlamagne has those problems. Right. He got into a bus of rhymes. Mm-hmm. He got into it with Mace. Mm-hmm. Niggas mm-hmm. fake the drops to try to jump him. That you have to look over your shoulder. But that adds. I think to that peace of mind. You still get in the bag if you envy. I think that peace of mind is priceless. But that adds to Charlemagne's effectiveness too, though, because people are reacting to him in that way. He knows what he's saying is striking a chord with people. Of course, and you that's why he's so as like, popular as he is. Like what exactly? So like what you said with envy. Envy is eating. No doubt about that. But you said he cool, but you feel like he lame. Yeah, I do. You're right. So There's nothing wrong that, with that. At all. Yeah. But with that being said, Charlamagne, you're not saying that about Charlamagne. No, I'm not. That's what I'm saying. So 
his uh, personality persona is going to ring a lot longer. Envy's bag is like he getting to it and he probably does a lot of other things that add to it. But I feel like Charlemagne can do one thing. And that one thing is loud enough, vocal enough, effective enough. It registers enough with people, whether they hate it or they love it, to he'll eat off that for a longer amount of time as to what Envy's eating off of. That's fair. Um, And to put a bow on it, Revolt was a success. I had a great time. I had more fun this year than probably any of them first three. I'm gonna be, and I had fun those first three. Don't get it twisted. But this year was yeah. This was I think this was lit. lit. I had the most fun time, and this was the first time that we went and didn't go to no clubs. Yeah, that's crazy. Didn't do none of that, but it was like the people that we interacted with. We had a a blast. Absolutely. Shout out to everybody we met. We kicked it with. Of course, y'all know who y'all are. I don't want to name everybody because I'm gonna leave somebody out. Right. Um. Music break real quick Let's keep it Florida Since we down there 305 um, Ball Greasy Ball Greasy Woo He got a, his latest project He was down there mingling with the people Yeah man He was out there Cuban links on Absolutely Let's listen to his latest joint It's called I Want You Let's hear it She want a nigga chaser Fiend for like a base But I can't even lie to La mama de lado New breasts, tummy tuck and butt shots Thick thighs, nice lips and a big cock La mama off the chain Ain't doing too much, just enough to be babe I'ma show what a real nigga like See me, I wanna fuck you tonight That's some real nigga shit I got a bitch at home, I wanna slide real quick See if you down, we can do something We'll be done by two something I'm for real, what you smiling for? I want you bouncing up and down on this diving board that was Ball Greasy, one of the most interesting rap names in the game. What that means? I don't wonder what that means. Actually, Young Ball Greasy. Um, with I want you, how you feel about that? Some for the ladies. It's cool. That whole uh, tape was called Bay Something. It's dedicated to the ladies. Bay Day. Bay Day. Yeah, so man. y'all go check out that Ball Greasy Bay Day. It was pretty cool. Yeah, that was a cool song. Um, stuff. Fantastic sample. If I'm in Florida, I'm bumping that. I can see that top down. Yeah, Miami, it's Miami. Listen, it's Miami music. Man. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, question of the week before we get ghost. Uh, Gucci Man has a very interesting couple of interviews on YouTube right now. Of course, he's on a promo run for that Mr. Davis album yeah, man, and I'm, for I'm his autobiography. Late to the wedding, man. Come on, man. Yeah, I know. We, we late to the wedding. Um, <laughs> he was. He has an interview on YouTube. A five-part, six-part series, I believe, with Malcolm Gladwell, the author. Very interesting interview. One of the questions that Malcolm Gladwell asked Gucci was that if he was stranded on a deserted island Mm -hmm. and he could only bring five songs with him to listen to for the rest of his life, what would they be? I was like, oh, that was an interesting question. I'm going to steal that and ask it on the show for our question of the week. Now, we can flip it. We could do four rap songs and then one other, whatever genre you feel. Okay. What are your five? I, I'm i going with, I need some Pac, so I'm going with Keep Your Head Up. Okay. I, I got to go with Song Cry from Jay, mm. the most personable song. I could listen to that on repeat. Okay. I got to go UGK off my favorite album, High, High Life, Riding Dirty Album. Of course. That's banging on that. That's banging on my guy, Boosie. Ah, you blew it. That's it. You had me. 
You had me until the fucking boot with Boosie song, dude. Independent. You don't, you don't know my struggle. I N D E P. All Relax. that. Relax. You don't know my struggle. You want to listen to that on a deserted island? You trying to kill yourself? I'm banging that every okay. day because you waking up with the struggle on a deserted island, not being around people. Okay. But that and I had actually my last one is gonna be Phil Collins in the other night. Okay. Mm. Not bad. I need that Phil Collins. Not bad. All right. So my five, which are barbecuing your five. Uh, I'm picking Jay Z, but I got to go Lost Ones. Fucking Lost murdered ones. that. Okay. It's my favorite Jay Z song. Really? Got to go Pop Changes. Flames. Probably the best song he released posthumously. Beat Trash. No, I, I'm not mad at that beat, though. Beat Trash. I see no changes. All I see is racist yeah. faces. Yeah, he about killed bars. it. Yeah, them bars banging. Beat Trash. I got to go Kanye West with a B-side joint, I Wonder. Through the Wire? Oh, I Wonder. Oof. What is that, Graduation? And yes. I wonder and I Wonder. Yeah, that's my <laughs> Listen, I can listen to that for hours. Yeah, I'm retarded. I can listen to that all day, literally. Um, and then I got to go see Murder. I got to go some No Limit. Y'all I have to go see Murder. And yes. this nigga talking about me with Bootsy. Absolutely. I have to go see Murder. What is it, Fuck the Mother Niggas? No, a kick, though. Him and UGK. We're going to run around a fucking island kicking over coconut trees? Yes. Hype <laughs> off that C-Murder. <laughs> and for my fifth song, I got to go Marvin Gaye, I Want You. Fittingly, we just played a song with that sample. I put you on that. Nah, that's not true. I definitely put you on this song. I've listened. I remember No Lie. I, I flew to, what did I fly to? I think this might have been on the way to Cali. Mm-hmm. I listened to that song the entire flight. Yeah. I thought I put you on it. No. I definitely put you I listened to that song on repeat the entire four and a half hour flight. That's how much I fuck with that song. That's on that 20th century uh, Marvin Gaye millennial collection. That shit is amazing and will never, ever get old. Yeah, that's mine. All right, new music out right now. We mentioned the Gucci, uh, Mr. Right. Davis. Mr. Davis, what is it, Mr. Davis? Fire. Yeah, that's mine. That's the best album that Gucci done came out with. Like the best. Mixtape com- 2? No. Okay. Just best, it's, commercial it's, yeah, album. Best commercial album that has a barcode. That was it. That's it. He like he he got into his zone. He he had the right features. This is the album if you want to get into Gucci Man that you need to check out. Clone Gucci is so much better than old Gucci. <laughs> this album is fire. And if y'all listen to the show, y'all know I don't fuck with Gucci like that music wise. This album is fire. <laughs> like I, I'm not even gonna flex, dude. I was banging this shit all weekend. Um, and I, cause I thought it was maybe the Miami scenery, but then I listened to it back here and I was like, nah, this shit's still riding. <laughs> I thought um, it was the Miami scenery. I did. Hustle Gang, We Won't Smoke. That's out now. Is it? Yeah. Hmm. I ain't feeling that. I'm gonna be real. <laughs> Wu-Tang Saga Continues. What? I li- actually listened to it though. Wu-Tang got a new album? Tough. It's, and Why? it's not the $2 million album. This is on some other shit. Why would Wu- It's not that, it's not as bad as I thought it was gonna be. But then again, I'm not a Wu Tang fan, so Wu Tang fans may think this shit is ass. I listened to it, it was like, ah, oh, okay. <laughs> really? It was alright. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, oh man, get, get, throw this shit out of my phone. It didn't sound like like 1992. Nah, nah, nah. It sound like beating that. on the table. Nah, nah, nah. None of that shit. All right. Um, and then of course, Young Dolph drops this week. Thinking out loud. No comment. You think he, over or under three songs addressing the shooting? No, that's it's impossible. Not all way, it's not all the ways surrounded and based on the shooting? Nah. Oh, okay. It's impossible unless he had a studio in his fucking hospital. He may have. Young Dolph was rapping through the uh, tube. <laughs> through the wire. Through the wire. <laughs> <laughs> all 
Um, and it's interesting because Yo Gotti's getting ready to drop two. Yo, what's his new one called? I am still two? I am. That's that's not. I need Yo Gotti to be more creative, man. Oh no, I still am. Excuse yeah, that's what me. I'm saying. Like, bro, come on, dude. That comes out next weekend. But still, I am. That's too close. Hey, man, is was, he is he poking fun at him though by dropping right before Gotti the week before? Who Dolph? Yes, yes. That's what he do. And he gonna get shot again for playing. They're crazy. <laughs> um, all right, we got to get out of here. I did. I did have a very funny NBA young boy story. Oh, I'm gonna man. have to say that to next week. Oh, at, at TSU homecoming. Yes, you gonna tease it like that for a whole week. <laughs> I gotta say that to next well, week. Yeah, we, we ran out of time. <laughs> yeah, we running over, man. We was getting too deep into the revolt shit. Um, what do you have on deck for the weekend? Uh, we're going to do the show in Nashville, Oktoberfest in Nashville. Shout people, out dope shit only crew. Yes. Um, listen, pull up and fuck with us. They're gonna have a pop up shop. Uh, we are doing a live podcast. We're going to have some special guests. Um, it's going to be lie. very All dope. the fire plates I've been seeing from people in the city in Nashville. I like the people that cook and shit. I need a couple plates pulled up. I, yeah, and shit. I need a couple veggie plates. Quito. I know nothing about all that. Quito, I know you're listening. I need a couple plates, but I, I need to know what's on the menu. This weekend when I'm in town, I need a couple plates. Y'all pull up on us Saturday, October 21st, Studio 340. Mm -hmm. It's at 340 West Trinity Lane. Follow our uh, Instagram page for more information at On Deck TV Podcast, of course. Shout out Dope Shit Only Crew, man, for inviting us. Yes, sir. We're going to have a fucking blast. Y'all come up there and pull up. Even We got a lot of listeners in Nashville, some of which I've never even met. Mm -hmm. Y'all got to pull up to this so we can rap with us, man. Fuck with us. Definitely not studio we're not hollywood so we want to get to know y'all yeah i definitely Especially won't have the shades in indoors city uh you definitely wear the shades indoors that's you i don't know hype beast <laughs> shout out j-ho other than uh, that <laughs> should be fun y'all come out kick it with us um as always join the conversation man rap ooh, chat yes. on facebook and rate subscribe and like on uh in uh, iTunes, iTunes. There you it's go. a lot easier now that you're able to do it with your upgrade if you got the new iPhone so go ahead and do that for us it, it gets a lot of looks on iTunes absolutely man um, other than that same time same place NBA Young Boy story next week I we promise helped. you it's fucking hilarious good morning oh and in case I don't see you good afternoon good evening and good night